Lord Jesus Christ, from whom all blessings flow. We thank you today. We glorify you. We magnify you. We praise you because you are great and greatly to be praised. And your greatness is unsearchable. There is none like you in heaven or on earth, Lord. For all the gods of the nations are idols, but you made the heavens. Honor and majesty are before you. Strength and beauty dwell in your sanctuary. We know and acknowledge that you are God and God alone. And we believe by your holy word that you are here with us right now. For you declared where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst. Lord, not only do we believe that you're here, but we feel your presence. We feel your holy anointing, Lord. We feel your hand moving in this place. And we want you to continue to have your way. From the pulpit to the door, every inch of this campus, let your glory be manifested in your name, Jesus. Let all know that you reign not only here but throughout the world. For the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. Lord, the whole earth is full of your glory. We pray, Lord, that you would touch us now as we look into your holy word, for this is spirit and life. We pray that our hearts would be touched as our ears hear what you have ordained for us to declare. We pray, Lord, that those that are stiff would be loosed. We pray that those that are bound would be unshackled. We pray that those, Lord, that have yokes upon them would have those yokes destroyed by the anointing. We ask you, Lord Jesus, to move continuously. Let your blood prevail against the powers of darkness that seek to hinder. Right now, we take authority over Satan and the demons of hell. We plead the blood of Jesus. We loose every bound soul. We break every shackle in the name of Jesus Christ. And we declare victory and liberty in the Holy Ghost. Lord, get a hold of us for your glory, for we will give you all the credit today. It belongs to you. We thank you for all things, both great and small. This is our prayer in the name, Lord Jesus Christ. Let us all say amen. Amen. Come on, give God a hand of praise. I wish if you would just remain standing just for a moment. One word of the Lord, we want to get into the word of God today, amen, and we're going to deal with the topic the Lord has inspired us with, and we will share with you by the help of the Lord. And so we want to invite you to the acts of the apostles, the acts, the deeds, the doings, the works of the apostles, chapter 12, as is laid out in our Bible we are going to read verses 20 through 23, a scripture that some of us may be familiar with. Perhaps you have not read it in a while, or some of you may not be familiar with it at all. 
but we pray that everyone has a Bible, for we are a church that believes not only in reading the scriptures, but in obeying, in doing the word of the Lord. And we are going to read that passage again into your hearing. And then if you would keep your finger there, we're also going to consider 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 26 through 31. Two New Testament passages will function today as our fundamental text for which we will build uh, this sermon upon. So we will begin in the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 12. We will read this into your hearing, verses 20 through 21. These words are recorded. And Herod was highly displeased with them of Tyre and Sidon. But they came with one accord to him. And having made Blastus, the king's chamberlain, their friend, desired peace because their country was nourished by the king's country. And upon a set day, Herod, arrayed in royal apparel, sat upon his throne and made an oration unto them. And the people gave a shout, saying, It is the voice of a god and not of a man. And immediately the angel of the Lord smote him, that is Herod, because he gave not God the glory, and he was eaten of worms and gave up the ghost. Amen. To 1 Corinthians chapter number 1, beginning at verse 26, we'll read through the ending of this chapter as it is presented in our Bible. 1 Corinthians 1 Verse 26, these words are recorded by Paul the Apostle under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost. For ye see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. But God hath chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And God hath chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty and the base things of the world and things which are despised hath God chosen, yea, and things which are not to bring to naught things that are, that no flesh should glory in his presence. But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who, is, who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption, that according as it is written, he that glorieth, let him glory in the Lord. Let the church say amen. I would like you, if you can, to turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, give God the glory. Turn to another neighbor very nicely, if you will, and say, neighbor, give God the glory. Amen. Amen. Give God the glory. Saints and friends, as human beings, it must be acknowledged 
that our God, the creator, whose name is Jesus Christ, has made us magnificent beings. It is recorded in Psalm 139 and 114, David says, I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. If you look in the book of the Psalms, again in the eighth chapter, the eighth Psalm, beginning at verse number five, you'll hear the psalmist David again saying these words, talking about mankind, talking about humanity. For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels and hast crowned him with glory and honor. Thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet. Truly man is a magnificent creation. However, there is another side to the story of humanity. And that is the realization of our frailty. And all of the glory and splendor that the Lord our God has made us with, the Bible also allows us to understand our limitations. Job, the great man of God, spoke in Job 14 and 1, and he said, Man that is born of woman is of few days and full of trouble. We are not going to live on earth forever. Even though we are in a culture that is doing all it can to preserve life. I'm here to let you know it doesn't matter how many times you try to detox or how much Botox you pump into yourself how many exercise regimens you put yourself on, or how many diets you try to change, there will come a time where the silver cord will be loosed. There's going to go uh, come a boundary, a place where you are not going to cross over. Amen. And your time on this earth will be ended. Amen. We are frail. If you look in the New Testament book of James, the practical preacher allows us to understand in the fourth chapter, verse 14, and, and I know I'm kind of going through these scriptures quickly. If you can't get to them, go ahead and write them down so you can read them later if you can't get to them quickly enough. Amen. But we want to establish that not only have we been made with glory by the hand of our creator, but we also have an element of frailty that is very, very real that we must realize and accept. James chapter 4 verse 14 reads on this wise, Whereas ye know not what shall be on the morrow. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth away. Let the church say amen. If you would flip over to the next book of the Bible, 1 Peter 
chapter number 21, chapter 1, I should say, verse number 24 and 25, we will read these words by the great apostle. In verse 24, he establishes, for all flesh is as grass, and all the glory of man as the flower of the grass. The grass withereth, and the flower thereof falleth away. But the word of the Lord endureth forever. And this is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you. Let the church say amen. And so with all of the splendor wherein we were created, we are yet a drop in the bucket of eternity. Praise the Lord. So how do we reconcile the scriptures about our magnificence with those of our frailty? What we must do is have the proper view of ourselves. We must realize and accept, amen, that we are nothing without the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah to the Lord. If not for him, we would be nothing. He declared, amen, in the context of bearing fruit in John 15, for without me, ye can do nothing. But Paul the apostle declared in Philippians 4 and 13, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Let the church say amen. Amen. It is declared from the scripture in Acts chapter 17, verse 28, that in him, that is in Jesus, we live and move and have our being. We are also his offspring. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. He is our father and we are his children. And therefore, no matter when, uh, what positive thing comes our way, what positive thing of nature comes to us, we must always remember to give God the glory. Let the church say amen. What is glory? What are we giving to God when we give him glory? In the context of Acts chapter 12, and glory uh, comes from the Greek word doxa, meaning kingly majesty, kingly supremeness or greatness, authority or sovereignty. And that only belongs to the Lord Jesus Christ. This Greek word, amen, is the root of our English word doxology, which is a hymn of praise unto God. Now, even though God made us and crowned us with glory because the glory came from him, praise our God, he is the only one that deserves it. We don't deserve glory. We don't deserve honor. We don't deserve praise. We've already established how frail we are. Our breath is in our nostrils. Again, our life is but a vapor. We are nothing without the Lord Jesus Christ. And if anything good comes our way, if anything positive, if anything that is praiseworthy comes to us, we should deflect it. We should give it up unto God because it is him who is worthy of the praise. 
This is what some of the Bible characters that we read about in scripture, they did not understand this. And because they didn't get this, amen, they paid a great price. And then here is where we meet Herod Agrippa the first in Acts chapter 12. This Herod was the grandson of Herod the Great. The same Herod who ordered the slaughter of the innocents when our Lord Jesus Christ was born in Bethlehem. Herod Agrippa I was responsible earlier in this 12th chapter for ordering the execution of one of the three of the inner circle of Jesus Christ, that being James, the brother of John, son of Zebedee. And he also imprisoned Simon Peter to have him killed. He aligned himself with the Jews rather than aligning himself with the people of God. It was his son, Herod Agrippa II, who later in this book of Acts would be spoken to by Paul the Apostle and would confess to him, almost thou persuaded me to become a Christian. We enter, amen, this time in his life where maybe his son, remembering what happened to his father, gave such a statement to Paul the Apostle. Herod Agrippa I, amen, had a terrible ending to his life as we have just read. Amen. Apparently, there was some displeasure that Herod Agrippa had for those of the cities of Tyre and Sidon because those cities were provided for by the king. They were not about to cross him and risk economic decline and possible loss of their own lives. And so this is the backdrop that gives us context for the events of verses 21 through 23. The Bible lets us know that Herod came to these citizens of Tyre and Sidon to give a speech. He made sure that he came out in his best royal robes, perhaps to remind all of the people how good and how great he was. The Bible says as he spoke, the people began to say that his voice superseded that of a mortal man and that his oration had entered into a godlike realm. Now understand, no doubt, that the praises that these people were giving to Herod were insincere praises. This was nothing but flattery. Why? Because they were just seeking to appease the displeasure of Herod so he wouldn't come down hard on them. Herod didn't sound like no God. He sounded like everybody else that ever got up to give a speech. But these people, amen, to try to make sure Herod didn't come against them in a negative way, began to sing his praises. Praise our God. Amen. Herod did not consider that these people were just trying to pump him up to save themselves. He took seriously what they were saying because Herod was about Herod. Praise the Lord. Amen. And the Bible lets us know that while the words were ringing out of the crowd's mouth and being soaked into the ears and into the heart of Herod, that the angel of the Lord smote him dead. 
Praise our God. Why did this take place? Amen. Because he never intended to give God doxa. He never intended to give God the glory. And so this is where we must pause in the story and see the dangers of something that we are all tempted with but must not give into. And that is pride. Pride, pride, hallelujah. Pride is a deadly thing. Hallelujah to the Lord. Amen. It will cause you to think that you are more than what God made you. Isn't that what the Bible lets us know in Proverbs chapter 16, verse 18? Amen. If you've got some fast fingers, let's go ahead and look at some of these scriptures that talk about pride. The Bible says in Proverbs 16 and 18, pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit, a a conceited, a stuck up spirit before a fall. Verse 19 said, better is it to be of an humble spirit with the lowly than to divide the spoil with the proud. Amen. In, in, in the sixth chapter, amen, of this same book, the book of Proverbs, amen, Solomon declared six things doth the Lord hate. Yea, seven are an abomination unto him. If you look in that 16th verse, amen, of Proverbs 6, you'll find that the first thing on God's hate list is a proud look. Amen. People that walk around thinking that there's something. People that walk around thinking, as we say from time to time, that they're all that and a bag of chips. Thinking that they should be reckoned with. Some of them walk around, as it were, with their thumbs behind their lapels. Their nose is turned up and and letting you know I'm too good for you. Amen. I, I can't come down to your level because you don't have my level of education Uh you don't have my level of expertise in the profession you don't have the material possessions that I am surrounded with you're just a little too low for me God said that's the kind of look that he hates if you look in the New Testament in Romans chapter number 12 verse 3 you'll hear these words recorded for I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think but to think soberly according as God hath then dealt to every man the measure of faith the only reason you are anything is because God made you something Hallelujah. Amen. In this culture and in some others around the world, amen, we get so tied into things and material possessions and status, socioeconomic status and titles being called by things that we forget Genesis 2 and 7 that lets us know that God made man from the dust of the ground. We forget, amen, that from the dust we came and to 
to the dust we shall return we may men don't remember our origins praise the Lord and how the Lord made us amen but we need to be mindful of this in main man first Corinthians chapter number 10 amen verse 12 amen the apostle allows us to hear these words wherefore let him that thinketh he standeth take heed lest he fall come on somebody you've got to remember you've got to remember who you really are Galatians chapter 6 verse 1 I, I know I'm going around the Bible but these scriptures are just coming to me I want us to know who we are <clears throat> Galatians 6 and 1 brethren if a man be overtaken in a fault ye which are spiritual and restore such a one in the spirit of meekness if amen somebody happens to stumble or fall in the faith and they have a mind to repent amen this is not talking about people this scripture doesn't apply to people that are in sin and want to continue to live in sin amen you remember that woman who was taken in adultery in the very act in John chapter 8 amen the Bible says that the religious leaders brought her to Jesus and they said Lord this woman was taken in the very act of adultery the law commands that she should be stoned what do you say about it they came tempting Jesus trying to trip him up amen but Jesus said you amen that don't have any sin go ahead and pick up the stone you be the first one to throw it Amen. And the Bible says that from the eldest all the way down, those people began to leave. Amen. And then when Jesus lifted up his head and looked around, he asked the woman, woman, where are those thine accusers? Does not any man condemn you? And she said, no, Lord. Jesus said, then I don't condemn you. Now, some people love to stop the story right there. Amen. They love to say this woman was a sinner, but Jesus didn't condemn Demmer. but you need to keep reading stop shortchanging the bible all of god's word needs to be read and obeyed what jesus told the woman after he said he wasn't going to condemn her was this go and sin no more in other words what you were doing stop doing it amen he dealt with the religious leaders and letting them know y'all are sinners like everybody else you need to stop sinning that's why you can't throw the stone and he dealt with the woman and saying I'm not going to condemn you but get out of that messy lifestyle you're in see God doesn't discriminate he's got one standard he's got one law his word doesn't change and it's our responsibility to line up with him let the church say amen and so if you got somebody in the midst amen that has stumbled and even fallen and they got a mind to repent we are commanded here in Galatians 6 and 1 restore such a one in the spirit of meekness why considering yourself lest you also be tempted in other words nobody is above amen Satan moving against him amen you gotta remember we are are nothing without Jesus 
Come on, somebody. The only reason we're standing right now is because of the grace of God. For the grace of God that appeared, that bringeth salvation, hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. That's the only reason we're anything. We don't stand by our own power. We don't stand by our own ability. We don't stand because we've done some great thing. We're standing by the grace of God. Hallelujah to the Lord. And if not for his strength, if not for his power, if not for his love, we wouldn't be sitting here right now in heavenly places under the banner of his name. That's why everybody, when you come in the sanctuary, ought to give God the glory. You can't afford to sit down on your seat. You can't afford to sit there. Some of us come to church looking so nice. We're just afraid, amen, to get out of ourselves. I'd rather you come in here, amen, looking presentable and not like you stepped out of a magazine rather than you come in here acting like everybody's here to see you. Ain't nobody here to see you. I came to see Jesus. I came to see the one who died for me. I came. Amen. To feel his presence and to experience his manifest glory. Come on and say amen. Uh, and so we got to be careful to remember who we are. Even Jesus taught us this lesson. When the rich young ruler came to him, amen, bowing down before him and calling him good. Jesus said, why callest thou me good? There is none good but one that is God. In other words, don't look at my flesh and try to exalt my flesh. The Bible already told us all flesh is grass come on now and any glory you have is like that beautiful rose amen brother that you gave to your wife a few weeks ago on Valentine's Day I guarantee you them roses ain't hanging around your house no more no matter how much your wife loved those roses them things started to get brown they started to wilt even though they were in the water and eventually them things got thrown away ain't no reason you would be mad with your wife cause she threw away your dead flowers amen that's how life goes we're here for a little time and then we vanish away that's why you better use the life that God gave you to give him the glory oh hallelujah oh thank you Jesus Jesus said don't look at me and say I'm good it's none good but one that is God because he is the one that is the one that was and the one that is to come the almighty and so Herod's problem was this he was going to try to keep something that did not belong to him and that's what we got to be careful about some of us have titles in the church. I mean, come a little bit closer now to where y'all live. And, and we walk around here going by a certain title. You got to be careful, praise the Lord, not to let titles 
idols pump your head up. Amen. I know we call each other an elder this, a mother that, a deacon, whatever. You ever notice in the Bible, the titles always came after the name. Paul said, Paul the apostle, not the apostle Paul. His title didn't define him. He was a child of God who he said had been anointed to preach the word. Now, I'm not trying to teach a doctrine of disrespect and we should give honor to whom honor is due. I'm just trying to caution some of y'all to make sure you don't walk around here thinking you're more than what you are. That's why in some churches they don't just stop at a bishop. They got to go archbishop. They got to go bishop of Canterbury. Everybody walking around looking like a bunch of Catholics even though they say they're Pentecostal. That bunch of nonsense. That stuff don't belong in the church. And the Bible said that we're in one body. Ain't that what it said? Amen. By one spirit, are we all baptized into the one body? I'm no better than you. You ain't no better than me. We're brothers and sisters in Christ. And even though there's a hierarchy to maintain order in the church, which is biblical, amen. The Bible lets us know, amen, that at the end of the day, everybody, when you wake up in the morning, ought to be clothed with humility. Humility. Uh, amen. For God resisteth the proud. Uh, I might be getting onto some of your skin here. Uh, because when they come to church, uh, you love your title. When you go out into the work world, you ain't got no title. Uh, then you come in here and you get a title. You're walking around here like you're all that in a bag of chips. Uh, some of y'all got a title out in the world and you're walking around like you're something great. When you come in here, you're so lazy. You don't do nothing in church. Can't nobody give you nothing. Uh, you need to rearrange your focus of who you really are you are man or woman God is God and at the end of the day he deserves the glory come on somebody let me let y'all know something in case you didn't know God can't use a proud person he resists the proud you can sit around looking like you something all you want but you're going to be a dead stone when a bible said we're supposed to be lively stones in the building you can sit there thinking you too good to give God the glory. But you're going to mess around and dry up right on the vine. Everybody knows amen, that God is great and he is good. But how many are willing to tell him and praise him until he knows it? He knows who he is. But do you know? He knows that he's great. But when's the last time you told him, Lord, you're wonderful. Lord you're mighty Lord you are God above all gods and there's none like you in heaven or in earth I don't know about you today but I'm in a season of understanding who I am and I am determined by the Holy Ghost and the word of God to give God the glory let the church say amen hallelujah Herod tried to keep something that didn't belong to him he tried to keep the glory and the bible says he died come on here amen some of y'all drying up amen your faces are drawn up amen you're not giving to God the praise like you should come on here if you got the holy ghost in your soul Jesus some 
somebody said there's a song in my heart that the angels cannot sing oh the song is redeemed I've been washed in the blood of the lamb I don't know about you here but I'm so glad I've been delivered I'm so glad I've been made free from sin I'm so glad I've been made free if I want to shout I can shout if I want to run I can run if I want to clap my hands if I want to pat my feet if I want to lift my voice I'm free to praise I feel like preaching this morning I'm free to leap for joy because I know where the Lord brought me from somebody said I heard the Lord when he called me out of darkness over in the holiness and up on the king's highway I'm so glad Jesus lifted me glory hallelujah oh Jesus he lifted me Satan had me bound how many of y'all remember when you were in sin how many of y'all remember when the cigarettes had you when the swearing had you when the alcohol had you when promiscuity had you when gambling had you y'all not with me how many of y'all remember when you were bound by fear how many of y'all remember when you were bound by lying but one day somebody said Jesus Stop by and he changed my life completely. I looked at my hands and my hands looked new. I looked at my feet and they did too. Ever since that wonderful day, my soul has been satisfied. Lift your hands and shout, yeah. And so here, I'm going to remember where the Lord brought me from. Hallelujah. I heard the Bible tell me here in 1 Corinthians chapter number 6. The Bible said, know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor I idolaters nor adulterers nor effeminate nor abusers of themselves with mankind nor thieves nor covetous nor drunkards nor revilers nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God and I love this verse the Bible says and such were some of you said in such words some of you do you remember where you were when the Lord found you do you remember where you were when he pulled you up pulled you out of the miry clay set your feet on a rock to stay such words 
some of you. But now you are washed. Oh God, I said now he are washed, he are sanctified, he are justified by the name of the Lord Jesus and by the spirit of our God. I don't know about you, but I'm so glad I've been baptized in Jesus' name. Ah, yeah. The song said, I've been down in Jesus' name. And I don't care what the world says about it. I've been down. I've been down in Jesus' name. My sin has been forgiven. Hallelujah, hallelujah, I don't know about you, but he took my sins away, and he keeps me singing every day, and I'm so glad I got the Holy Ghost in my soul, just like the Bible, just like the Bible, just like the Bible said, I've been sanctified, by the name of the Lord Jesus and by the spirit of our God. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you, which ye have of God and ye are not your own for ye are bought with a price. Therefore, Glorify God, glorify God, glorify God, glorify God, yeah, yeah, yeah. Glorifying in your body, in your spirit, which are God's. David said, I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul, oh Jesus, my soul. Oh God Almighty, my soul shall make a boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify. Oh, magnify. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Some of y'all ain't praising him. Some of y'all ain't lifting him up. Some of y'all ain't magnifying him. I would. Everybody. Somebody say, when we all get together, what are we going to do? Put the devil on the run. How many of y'all want to kick the devil out today? How many of y'all want to send the devil running? How many of y'all want to send the devil packing? The devil trying to sit on you. He's trying to make you think about your problem. Worry about your condition. But Jesus said, if you give me the glory, I'll make everything all right.
Y'all don't hear me. If you give them the glory, I ain't talking about no cute praise. I'm talking about getting out of yourself. I'm talking about clapping your hands like you mean it. I'm talking about lifting them up till you feel them. God, feel him in my soul. Holy Ghost in my soul. Fire, 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 fire in my soul. I need some fire. I need some anointing. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, fall, fall, fall. Fall, fall on me. Lift your hands. Shout yeah. Shout yeah. Shout yeah. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, remember who you are. Paul said, there's not many mighty after the flesh not many noble are called but the Lord chose you because you weren't mighty oh I'm popping bubbles today I said you weren't mighty you weren't noble you ain't got no noble blood in you the only noble blood you got is the blood of Jesus For the Bible said that now we're a chosen generation. We're a royal priesthood. A holy nation. A peculiar people. That you should show forth the... Oh, y'all don't know no Bible. I need some Bible folk in here. That you could show forth the... Y'all ain't here with me. But we're going to get some of y'all. Y'all might as well just come on with me here. Because we're going to have church whether you want to have it or not. Come on with me here. So we can show forth up. So we can show forth up. So we can show forth up. Praises of him who called us out of darkness into this marvelous light. That's why every time I come to church, I'm a praise of law. The Bible said praise in the sanctuary. Praise in the firmament of his power. Praise him for his mighty act. Praise him for his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the sultry and harp. Praise him with the timbrel and dance. Do I got any tambourines in here? Do I got any tambourines in here? Praise him with the tremble and dance. Praise him with the stringed instruments and organs. Praise him on the loud cymbal. Praise him on a high shouting cymbal. And if you don't have a tambourine, if you don't have an organ, if you don't have a drum, if you don't have a string, let everything let. Ah! 
mouth. Let everything that has breath praise of God. Praise, 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 praise the Lord. Give him the glory. Give him the glory. Give him the glory. Give him the glory. When I think about Jesus and what he done for me, when I think about Jesus and how he made me free, I could dance all night long. He's been good. He's been great. And I don't deserve it. I'm not worthy of it. Jesus is my helper. Jesus is my strength. Jesus is my God. Jesus is my Lord. Jesus is my provider. Jesus is my healer. Jesus is my way maker. Jesus is my doctor. Jesus is my lawyer. I feel like preacher. Jesus is my sustainer. Jesus is my creator. He is, he is, he is enough. And I will bless his name. He is the great God. And he's worthy. I said he's worthy. I said he's worthy. I said he's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. He is worthy of the praise. Why don't you lift your hands and pray? I'm almost finished here, but some of y'all need a little bit more. You need some Holy Ghost fire sitting there like you don't know what you came to do. Somebody said, I don't know what you come to do, but I came to praise the Lord. I came to clap my hands. I came to pat my feet. I came to praise, praise the Lord. And I'm here to tell you, if the devil's messing with you, if the devil's trying to bind you, if the devil's trying to hold you down, loose that thing. I said loose it. If you want your chain to be loose, praise him. If you want your chain to be loose, praise him. If you want the glory, if you want the fire, if you want the Holy Ghost, if you want the power, praise him. Praise him. He deserves the glory. He deserves the honor. He deserves the praise. Praise him. Praise, praise, praise. Somebody said, I feel good, good, good. 
I feel good down in my soul. Something about the name of Jesus make me feel good. If you call that name, the devil will back up. If you call that name, the demon will flee. Why don't we try it out? Lift your voice. Say, Jesus. Do I have anybody here that needs deliverance? Do I have anybody here that wants more joy? Do I have anybody here that wants more power? Do I have anybody here that wants the Holy Ghost? Do I have anybody here that wants more anointing? Lift your voice. Say, Jesus. 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 Ain't no harm done. Calling on Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I know the devil don't like it. But the devil can go back to the pits of hell. We need power. We need anointing. We need joy. We need power. We want our cup to run over. How many want your cup to run over? Run over with more joy. Run over with more love. Run over with more peace. I'm telling y'all, if you praise him, if you praise him, if you give him the glory until the anointed. If you praise him until the anointed falls on you, he will, he will, he will bless your soul. Because there's something about the Holy Ghost. Deke, I can't explain it. But I got it. I said there's something about the Holy Ghost that I can't explain. But I got it. Somebody said to make you want to run sometime. I know some of y'all in here saying you got stiff bones. I saw Mother Williams this morning walking with her cane. But she came back up in the sanctuary. Whoa, Jesus. And she didn't have no cane no more. She said, I can't remember where I left it. She said, because I feel like shouting. <laughs> See, that's what some of y'all don't believe. Y'all don't believe in the power of praise. That's why some of y'all sit there stewing and brewing about all your problems. Jesus wants you to know when you give him what he deserves, he will give you what he wants you to have. When you give him glory, he will bless you. When you give him glory, he will pour out a blessing. If you get out of your seat, get out of yourself, stop worrying about your neighbor and say, Jesus, you're worthy. I'm going to glorify. 
I'm going to glorify, magnify, lift him up, touch your neighbor, and say, neighbor, if you give him the glory, he'll bless your soul. Do I have a believer? 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 Touch your neighbor again. Say, neighbor, if you give him the glory, he'll bless your soul. He'll bless your soul. He'll bless your soul. Yeah, 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 yeah. Woo! Come on, come on. Come on, come on. Give him the glory. Clap your hands. Pat your feet, clap your hand, pat your feet, clap your hand, pat your feet, clap your hand, pat your feet, clap your, pat your, clap your, pat your, clap your, pat your, clap your.
Hallelujah. 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 Glory. Glory. 